2: Welcome back, combatants, to the lucky die. Previously, Balance gets no response, Raul meets an old friend, and Zoltana is the hype man she was born to be. With Raal now out of a very close fight and Bogrim taking up the mantle of the martial champion, it's down to Sultana to try and give them a two-horse race in the final fight. Can Sultana hold her own? Is Balance going to be able to make money off of this fight? And what is the hammer of the fourfold? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. guys doing with the rest of the morning the next set of fights coming up is the magic ones you don't necessarily need to be a part of those um, because you none of you are taking part in it however if Zoltana does get through to be a grand champion then she might need to know what she's facing
3: Sultana's going to stand stay and watch but I would reg- I would uh, recommend for the lads to go and and Heal
1: up, Raul. Uh, yeah, Raul. Rall and Bogren that. should be taking a short rest.
2: Yeah, I was. I was going to deal with them separately before we moved on to the next bit. So nap boys. All right. So Zoltana's going to go watch the magic fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, balance. Uh, balance is going to
1: try to uh try to scout out the participants in the mixed fight, so that he uh-huh. can try to get insights to give Zoltana.
2: Okay, cool. All right.
1: He's going to try to schmooze his way in. And...
2: Okay. All right, good. I oh, know that's, that's where we're going to go to. Okay, cool. Um, Raoul, still sitting up against the wall, I assume.
4: Yeah.
2: You see a rather beaten, bruised, exhausted Bogrim making his way over. He's more dragging his axe on the ground than anything else. Um. And he makes his way over to you and just collapses on the floor next to you.
4: How did it go for you?
2: Uh I think the word "al" might be an understatement. Uh <laughs> oh, fighting this really filthy little halfling. Ugh oh, She caught me right and he looks half embarrassed, half not embarrassed, more times than I care to admit. Oh, fuck my life. What about you? What happened?
4: I didn't I didn't do it. I'm sorry.
2: Not your fault. I mean, I'd rather face him than you. <laughs> Didn't really relish looking to kick in your ass. <laughs> you see him smile.
4: Yeah, Rawls like half out of it and he's still bleeding fucking everywhere. It's like hardly <laughs> uh, making see- eye contact, half out of embarrassment and half out of the fact that he has no energy.
2: <laughs> um, he, uh, he passes you over a healing potion. Yeah, that down, yeah. It's no point you dragging your heels. Still gonna need you.
4: Mm, Whatever you need.
2: Well, still gonna need someone to watch me back. Sure. Like I'm pretty vulnerable right now. And he's sort of like overly. You can hear him swallow. You can see him spitting out blood on the ground. If I don't win the next fight, uh. Could be some serious trouble. You know, the sort of things I'd have to do to get the money to pay for what we've had to do.
4: Mm. Ross scoots the healing potion back over towards Bogan.
2: No, you take it. Mm, no. No.
4: No. You take it. You
2: take it. No, no. look, I'm not having this argument with you. You're going to take the potion. I'm probably going to be having a fancy meal with someone soon and there'll be healers because it would not be a fair fight otherwise. So take the bloody portion. I don't know what state I'm going to be by the end of it. And if I'm not on my feet, I'm going to need you to protect me.
4: If I am out for the day, then it could go to someone else. I'll save it. What?
2: You mean our holy avenger? You seem smile.
4: It's wasted on me until we're done here, so. Let's go and get you ready.
2: All right. And you see him, like, struggle to his feet and you seem like, drop down onto one knee and get back up again. And he's like, Don't tell anyone you saw that. <laughs> Come on, man. You're not beat, you're just down. Get back up. And he puts his hand out to you.
4: I'm up, I'm up.
2: All right. Let's go. Do you know what? I'm going to go get a drink. Fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) And Luke's (laughs) always like, are you coming or are you going to go watch the magic?
4: Mm, Is Zothana fighting?
2: No, she's not till this afternoon. I didn't think I'd better put her in straight magic. She's got a fucking huge sword. She should probably use it. Yeah,
4: then then I will come along with you.
2: All right. Let's go get a drink. (laughs) And the pair of you go off to whichever tent nearby has a ready cask of beer on the flow the pair of you proceed to drink Um, whether you want to get wasted or not is entirely up to you but um, yeah he's very quiet very solemn he seems perturbed but yeah okay
4: I'll roll a d20 to see how wasted I get
2: okay on a scale of 1 to 20 how drunk do you get
4: Um, I want Lowe's to be bad (laughs) So above 10 and he's good below 10 and he's going to get drunk. Seven. Okay. There's that.
2: He's kind of drunk. Okay. It's, it's a choice, man. It's a choice. And I will, this may come into play later on. You never know. Um, Okay. You and Bogrim are spending time chatting and doing all the good shit and getting drunk, um, commiserating a loss and, He basically goes on to tell you to uh, watch his back. He he feels like he's going to be in trouble if things don't go well. Okay, over to the magic guys. All right. Okay, I want you both to make either insight, perception or investigation. Just to gain yourself some information on essentially the information I'm going to give you about the winner. I'm not going to give you information about all the participants because that's pointless.
1: 21 investigation. Goddamn. M-smart.
3: Six insight.
1: Did you just dab?
2: Are you dabbing? <laughs> I think
3: she's dabbing. We can't see her head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's let's just let's go with let's go with dabbing. I was just giving view for victory signs, but it does kind uh, of look like, it kind of looks okay. like a dabbing
2: off camera. All I right. dabbed
3: because I got such a bad fucking number. <laughs> okay.
2: Um you see a lot of interesting people here. You see, <sighs> You see halflings, you see gnomes, you see humans, um, you even see a half orc practicing magic, but um not to say they were bad, it just didn't go down as well as they probably weren't really ready for this. Um and as the final fight comes down to it everyone's crowd around everyone has been hyping this this halfling sorcerer she's small she's wild her hair is almost on fire practically and she stands in front of you declares herself to be I am Alora. I am Firewall and just to show off she casts Firewall within it like she cares little for her her energy reserves shall we say She stands before them, you can see her hair on fire, and you see her healing herself up as she stands there. She has access to clearly some sort of other type of magic too. And walking into the arena opposite her, you see this tall, lanky human. He looks bored, annoyed and pissed off. And you see him just constantly chewing something on the side of his mouth and you guys would recognize him as the young man from the Witcher Society when you first went in and met Demi. He is the rather bored-looking receptionist. He's fighting? Wait, does that mean he's like...
4: The guy that's supposed to be in charge of the portal down to the... Okay, great. You would be correct. Why
3: is Um, he here? Does that mean that he's like on our side? Or like, is he just like
2: he doesn't really have time to talk to you as he walks out of one fight having convincingly just destroyed them with a hail of ice Um, and you just see him walk confidently from one arena boldly walking into the next and he looks at her and he's like let's get this started then shall I? and with that you proceed to see him throw his hands forward you see a huge fireball erupting in his hands and you see almost identically the same happening in the other woman, except hers is kind of more bright, lit in colour. You see his fireball fly out across and you see a huge explosion, fire going off everywhere. You can see the border of the arena begin to get lit up and then quickly doused by the marshals. You see the woman dodge out of the way, but not before she's taken a severe burn, her spell fizzling out. You see her looking up and you see her throw her fingers forward and you see six darts of purplish energy shoot out to take him in square in the chest and he reacts very little except you see these kind of like smoldering marks in his chest and he kind of stops chewing for maybe half a second he looks at her you see his eyes turn red and annoyed you see him lift his hands up and you see this bright light ascend from the sky and it burns her you hear her crying out in pain despite there being no real fire there and this proceeds on and on You see many elemental effects going off You see the effects of ice daggers flying out across the air You see things being floated off the ground Various rocks being spun in circles And propelling and hitting one another And you see him eventually push her to the ground You see him standing over her And you see these many darts These ethereal darts just hovering above her And you see him lift his hands high And then throw them down And you see each dart go pew, pew, pew Into her chest and she lays there unconscious. The man known as the receptionist.
3: What? That's that's the name he chose.
2: That's what he chose. Wow, the man known as the receptionist has won the magic fight.
3: What a fucking decision that is. Yep. And you see him
2: wipe the sweat from his brow, chew a bit more, and make his way towards uh, the kind of you know where the drinking area would be. He's making his way towards there.
1: Balance is going to go she, to him.
2: Exactly, that's what I was going to figure. He turns, it looks at you, and he goes, "Don't tell her."
1: Um. Sure. Um, w- what are you doing here? I mean, I know what <laughs> you're, you're doing. A very blank look. <laughs> I know what you're doing here, but w- what are you doing here?
2: I wanted to fight. I wanted to test the thing, see if I could do it.
1: Well, you're definitely a lot more skilled than I had expected. That was brilliant.
2: What you, What do you mean? More skilled than you expected?
1: Well, if I'm being honest, I mean, you don't be- uh, present yourself as a all-powerful wizard.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't go all-powerful. I mean, you met Demi. I'm way more powerful than I am. Well,
1: she's a sorcerer. It's a little bit different.
2: Yeah. I guess so. But, uh, it's easy to hide how good you are if you look like you don't care. And you've got people like Demi and the other masters at the uh, witches Society.
1: That's fair. Um, This is going to sound really presumptuous of me. Um, You know what we're doing. Yeah. You know why we've been out and about. Um, Just to cover bases, if by chance, if you end up winning, um, that hammer is one of the things we're looking for.
2: Right. So you think I should just, what, give it to you? Please? (laughs) Make a persuasion roll.
1: Uh, uh, I
3: don't want to... Uh. with
1: my leadership stuff.
2: Uh, would do you know why? Because
1: it gives me a plus two.
2: <laughs> That's not a good enough reason in my book. Why?
1: Because I'm tra- you know the
2: reasons I'm looking for.
1: Because <laughs> I'm trying to be a leader and save the world.
2: But you're not trying to lead him. Mm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say no on this opportunity.
1: No. Oh. Fifteen persuasion.
2: If I'm gonna go through all this bummer. Possibly No, you're right. Definitely get myself in trouble with the boss. <laughs> I am not just handing this over. Sorry. Well You won it. You earn it. Counter counter offer.
1: Just food for thought then. Um nothing makes you look better in your boss's eye than Handing over a magical artifact that we've been trying to seek. Imagine how much better you'll look if you actually handed it to Demi and said, look what I found.
2: On a good day, she might pay heed to that. On a bad day, she'll remember I'm not at the portal.
1: That is also true.
2: And that I've been, let's say, training, shirking some duties. Like she left me in charge of to do this, so I'll think about it.
1: All right, the world, the um, sake of the world is at stake. So,
2: <laughs> you just see him chuckle like, amount of times I've heard it, the world is at stake, and he just walks off towards the bar area.
1: Balance walks away, rubbing his temples in annoyance.
2: <laughs> that's fair then we make our way towards the mix session in the afternoon Raoul are you joining them yep okay uh Begrun comes to join also he's carrying a rather large tank out of mead um he's uh he's, he's kind of drunk you're kind of drunk too um I just assume that he's the same level of drunk as you because that just kind of makes it funny <laughs> in my opinion um so he's kind of like rolling around a little bit. as a, a little bit of a looser tongue than he normally would. There's a lot more like, ah, go fuck yourself uh, when he bumps into people rather than like, excuse, move. Um, so there's a lot more of that gone. It's a lot more out loud, loud and rowdy than he normally is. Um, the crowd is really excited to see this. Um, this is kind of very much the like no holds barred. Let's just throw everything and, you know, all the advantages that you would have. This is the kind of fight that's going on right now. This is the less pure, but the more interesting to watch. Okay, Zoltana. Are you ready?
3: Uh, No, (laughs) but I guess. (laughs) I guess so. Okay. um, Casey doesn't want to be doing this, but Zoltana demands satisfaction. Zoltana
2: demands. So for your art, you will do this. Um, Okay, I'm going to make you do the same thing. Roll a d20 and see if you get out the group stages without much hassle.
1: Ah. Uh, I'm assisting as usual.
2: Yes, then, uh, because you did your insight checks uh, earlier when you were looking around at the crowd trying to look for specifics on who she was looking at. So, yes, she can have advantage on that.
3: So that's a 16.
2: Okay. Perfect. Okay. In that case, you get out of group stages without much hindrance. Congratulations. Uh, Oh, boy. Okay. Thank you. I did my best. In your next fight, you see before you... You see... A rarity here. Mm-hmm. You see a Snuff Bethlehem. You see the Earth Dark Gnome equivalent. He's fairly short. He has sparse white hair here and there over his head. He looks fairly old, but cheerful, fairly happy. And the announcer basically tells you that his name is White Needle. Um, he looks a little bit beaten up not too bad though you know he's you can see a couple of like wounds on his chest um but he's just carrying a staff um looks kind of unassuming if anything um from your insights checks you're looking around previously i'm going to give you that he's a druid ah okay mm. cool sweet good good okay then roll for initiative <laughs> is there anything you two want to do to try and help her out Currently, she's fighting with no
1: assistance. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to use one of my abilities I've never used. Uh, oh. Uh, mostly because you don't like me using it.
2: I hate you using it.
1: Uh, I'm going to spend two side points and use Assess Foe.
2: Okay, tell me what it tells you. I'll just give to me a to list and I'll answer it as it goes through. Uh,
1: analyze the aura of one creature. You learn its current hit point total, uh, all of its immunities, resistances, and vulnerabilities.
2: Okay, I will give you everything except the hit points. I will just tell you that it's significantly more than Zoltana.
1: Gotcha. And anything I get, I'm passing off to Zoltana.
2: Yes. Uh, So do you have to cast something for this? Do you need to do a thing?
1: I just spend two side points.
2: You just do it. That's why I hated this. Okay, go through the list of shit you know. One by one.
1: Uh, So the HP thing?
2: Mm, It's significantly more than Zoltana's.
1: (laughs) Uh, Immunities?
2: uh not immune to anything
1: resistances
2: not resistant to anything
1: and vulnerabilities
2: not vulnerable to anything
1: got it so I passed that along to saltana
2: they are in fact a droid um I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this because you didn't really learn anything um I'm gonna give you this because they are a snuff you, from your weird aura site, I'm just going to give you that they would have advantage on intellect and wisdom saves against magic type things. Gotcha. So the same thing as a gnome.
1: So Casey, keep note of that.
3: Mm. Yep.
2: Int and wisdom not good for this. Uh, sorry, is exceptionally good for them. So don't don't do that on them if you can avoid it. Don't do saves with um, that.
3: Well, I got a four.
2: Okay. Well, they started off uh, significantly high. They got a fifteen. Alright, you see them lift their hand high and from the centre you see a dagger made of ice shoot out and hit you in the chest. So, 21 versus your armour class.
3: I am i don't want to go out this way. <laughs> I don't want to die like this.
2: <laughs> Not like this. Okay, and then you take 8 points of ice damage. Uh, piercing damage, my sorry.
3: 8...
2: Yep. And then you need to take a dexterity saving throw.
4: And you have your aura. Don't forget that.
2: Yep. Ral, is there anything you're doing to try
4: and help her up? I don't think there's anything I can do.
2: That's
3: a um, 13. And you can do exactly the kind of things that I was doing for you. Just, you know, inside.
4: Except for Ral's like half dead and drunk, so.
3: Um, That's even more reason. You, okay. Maybe he's not
2: singing something from his homeland.
3: Frankly, drunk people are even better cheering squads than sober people.
2: Maybe he just stand there looking menacing behind her. Maybe he gets in touch with his like inner, inner dark self and just l- tries to look as menacing and deadly as possible, just standing behind her. He trying probably does that eye.
4: accidentally, just standing there because of how <laughs> haggard he looks.
2: All right, then. Then if if that's as close as we can get out of you, um, <laughs> make a make an intimidation check. Go on.
1: Okay. I'm already helping. I'm a strategist, not
4: not a hype man. Yep. Uh, that's a six.
2: That's it. No, you look way too drunk. Super,
4: super <laughs> not intimidating. Try to be intimidating in hiccup. I have one hit point. Who the fuck am I intimidating? <laughs> Come on. Well, you took a short rest.
3: I got a 13. I oh. got a 13. Unfortunately, you fail. Ugh. Oh.
2: And then you take 11 more cult damage. No. Sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry at all. Um.
3: Okay, well, first of all, since it's my turn now, the first thing I'm doing is I'm uh, uh, I'm going to put a vow of enmity against this person. Perfect. Because they're fucking the worst, and I hate them. And then the next thing I'm doing is I'm going to make my two attacks. Okay. So... The first one is a 23 because I get that's just the first attack because since I get advantage. Okay, sure. And the second one's a 25. Yes, they
2: both hit this poor small defensive snuff, Bethlehem. That they, you, do?
3: Only 90, unfortunately. Are, are you smiting? Can I smite without killing?
2: Yes, we had this conversation before, yes.
3: Oh, we did, yes, you're right. Then yes, I am sweating yep. 100%.
2: I do warn you, This you still have at least one fight if you win this, and then you may potentially have another fight uh, later in the day. That's
3: okay, I'm, don't worry, I'm keeping track of my... Um... Okay, cool. All right, so... I'm only doing it as a first level. So that's, that's five extra, so that's... 23. Yes, thank you. Maths is not my strong suit. Cool, all right.
2: Um, yeah you swing you swing you know uh, left you swing overhead and as you swing overhead you see this poor Snuff Bethlyn just take a thunderbolt basically to the face um, they look exceptionally unhappy when you do this they do not like this in any way shape or form um, and in retaliation you see them put their hands together and you see them you hear them chuckle a little bit and pull their hands apart and you see this 20 foot rageous sphere of poisonous yellow green fog appear where you're standing and on top of them oh eat me! and I need you to make a constitution saving throw he passes his own con save so
3: that's a 20 that passes 2 however
1: on
2: a fail yep half on a fail alright did he just stinking cloud? <laughs> yeah uh, cloud kill um, oh okay and you both take 10 points of poison damage we both Which take 10 you, points
3: of poison damage?
2: Yes, because he's also in. Uh, no, he passed. Yeah, he passed. So he only takes half. It would have been 20.
3: Well, I, but you, I, I believe, are
2: resistant to poison, right? What? Because you're a dwarf. Yeah. So you should only take five if you're resistant to poison. Nice.
3: Yes. Yeah. But wouldn't I also have taken half the same as him because I I got a 20, so I passed? That's why yeah, you're so taking the 10. Initially, it would be 20. Oh, okay. But you passed. It would only be 10. But you're also resistant so it's only five. Okay. All right. Well, I I am going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just stick to what I do best, which is swords. Okay. So the first one's 26 to hit.
4: That's a
1: crit. 26. That's a double crit.
3: Double crit. What? <laughs> double crit. And So many waves. Uh, do I need to remind you what happens when I crit? Because uh you just did that twice in a row. I did do that twice in a row.
1: Oh god. Okay. All
2: right, Casey. I'm I'm fed up in narrating this. How does this look? Please don't smite. You do not need to. I'm this not person smiting. is so yeah. fucking dead. Like just basically. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. No, not dead. Not dead.
2: No, uh, you won't kill them. But basically, uh, narrate how you think this is going to go. You've just crit twice with a great big fucking sword on a tiny, tiny innocent snurf Bethlin, Um, Who's just a poor innocent creature named White Needle.
3: First, huh? of all, first of all not so innocent second of all do you need <laughs> me to roll my damage for thunder wave as well you really don't need to uh, so roll it for, for
2: lols so you can find out exactly how much you did to this poor fucker This is crazy there you go 56 56 plus 18 is uh,
3: 74
2: plus 17 74 plus 17 84 91 damage over 2 hits
3: so, I'm not gonna kill him. I hope. Um, no, you're not gonna kill him. <laughs> but uh, Zoltana just gets. Like, she like waves the gas away from her face. Gets this just really angry look. Up, angry look. Growls and just stabs him twice. <laughs> like straight up,
2: just <sighs> because the thunder wave is going off. I think it would be cool she slashed down and you thunder waved him into the ground and he popped up and then you smashed him when he was in the air and thunder waved him away
3: that's better thank you yeah alright Okay. White
1: needles
2: blasting off again <laughs>
3: <laughs> and be- can I can I between now and my second um thing heal myself
2: you do not have time to do any like action based things before the final fight You are ushered into the next arena.
3: But I'll Um, die.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're being ushered into the next arena. This was unfortunately why sometimes you had a broken one, sometimes you didn't. Um, You are ushered into the next arena. Before you stands, a small gnome. She has long red hair that goes down essentially to the floor. She is covered in metal armor similar to your own. She has an intense divine light coming from her eyes. She is holding a rapier, and in her other hand, she has a shield. That's all I'm going to say you guys can pick up from here.
3: Balance, is there anything you want to do to try and help her out? She looks not great, just as an aside.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, I can't step in to heal you now.
3: Do you have to touch someone to heal them, or...? Yep. All right. Okay, balance. What are you going to try and do?
1: Um, try to get uh, another read on the opponent. Try to get what info I can for Zoltana. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do the assess thing again. Okay. Uh, so HP or approximation,
2: Ooh. I guess. Oh, let me click on our Zoltana. Because there's a high chance she may have better.
3: Oh, I'd say there's a definite high chance she has better HP than me right now. (laughs) Uh, The woman looks very vital. All right. She looks like she's
2: maybe taken one or two hits. Um, She's significantly more on her feet than Zoltana. She is a gnome, so she has the same advantages on wisdom and intellect-based magic saving throws. Got it. Uh,
1: Immunities, resistances, vulnerabilities.
2: None, because she's a but you do pick up that she is a paladin and a sorcerer. All right, so I will allow you to have, like, the inspiration equivalent. Raoul.
4: You gonna help? I mean, no more than I helped in the last one.
2: Yeah, is there anything he might say to her?
4: Uh, I mean, he would give you the good luck and give you, like, fist bumps.
1: (laughs) I would like to use a key point to Flurry a Blow fist bump.
2: (laughs) Um in that case roll a persuasion for me 12 (laughs) okay in that case you have two inspirations alright cool I guess we do the
3: initiative thing huh I got an 11 she got a natural one okay cool so So, number one (laughs) Uh enemy. not enemy. sorry vow of enmity so that I get my advantage Number two, um, I'm doing two attacks. So that's the first one is a 25 to hit. Second one is a 20 to hit. And, um, I am 100% smiting. I can smite on both of those, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna do my regular, my regular bring down the Holy Thunder twice. So... I'm gonna do one first level and one second level. Okay. So the second one is thirty-one damage, and the first okay. one is seventeen damage.
1: So thirteen plus nine, so twenty-one and thirty-one. So that's plus
2: fifty-two.
1: 9 is 22. Oh, 22. So yeah, that's fifty-two <laughs> damage. No. Yes. Fifty-three.
2: All right. So you smash down hard left, smash down hard right. Um, She raises her shield, but you manage to basically break through it. She's only holding a rapier and a very small shield after all. Um, And as you strike down each time, you see your holy light flash off as you yell multiple times for your god to smite this unclean small, uh, small thing in front of you. And she looks up at you. She points her finger at you. Actually, no, she doesn't even need to do that. She just looks up at you and she says, "Drop. Make a Wisdom saving throw."
1: I don't think Cal appreciates that.
2: No, he will not. Let
3: me put my advantage on because I get advantage. Fourteen.
1: Uh, your aura Fails. gives you plus, plus three. three.
3: So you save. Awesome.
2: Just. Just. Uh, she looks annoyed. Um, She looks very, very unhappy. So what she then does is she pulls out her rapier for 18 versus your armor class. Yeah. And that's six regular damage. And she casts Smite for 11 damage.
3: Now, remind me of the rules of this. this. Am I allowed to lay on hands myself in the middle of a battle? Yes, you can.
2: But it's an action, right?
3: Yes. Yes. So Um, yeah, you can
2: do it as your action next turn.
3: Okay, cool. So is her turn, is she done?
2: Yeah, she's done. She used her bonus uh, and sorcery points to do the uh, casting as a thingy, as a Mm -hmm. bonus action. And then she just hit you with her rapier.
3: So um, yeah, I'm going to lay on hands myself for 25. Yep. And then I'm going to, because I still have a bonus action, I'm going to cast. Less on myself, or no, sorry, shield of faith, um, so that I okay. get myself a plus two bonus to AC for her next attack, at least.
1: That's an ongoing effect.
3: Well, no, it's a uh, shield of faith is concentration.
2: Well, you might As maintain I believe it. Is your other one
3: if I, I stop cast snakes. smite again? I probably can't, right
1: only if it's one of the uh the spellcasting smites. Regular smites don't break
2: concentration. Okay. Yeah, so you you can st- you can hold that and then just smite her. That's fine.
3: Okay. So, yeah, so I've got I did myself a little bit of a heal and I put I gave myself some extra um bonus AC and I don't actually think I've ever used my shield of faith before. Which I don't think you ever have. I feel like I never use any of the spells I have that aren't smite. And uh, <laughs> that is, apart from
2: occasionally healing, that's about all you. Yeah. Um, when you cast Shield of Faith, that connection you have with Karuna, you feel it in your chest. You feel that internal growling of justice, just right there in your chest, and you just know that somehow she's helping to guide your defense. So, for anyone looking on, you just see this kind of momentary. You just see this spirit of Karuna just on her hind legs just looking over Zoltana's shoulder and then it just disappears from your view alright because we never remember to mention Karuna she must have a point um okay so that was your go right that was that was you all done yes right seeing that the making you try and drop your sword thing didn't work you see her lift her rapier and she goes to stab at your chest for 26 versus your armor class. God sorry. damn it! Sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I can only hit you with these things. Um, And that's for six damage.
3: Well, that's not terrible.
2: Nope. She's not going to smite because she needs that spell slot. Relatable. Bonus
1: action fireball! Everybody dies.
2: I was thinking about it. <laughs> I was going to be equally cruel I have to say I'm not gonna lie Um, and as she touches your armour with her rapier causing significant damage instead of calling for her god to bring forth um, light into a dark heart um, she actually casts shatter on you Uh, so you need to make a con saving throw of 15 20 that passes so you only take ten points of thunder damage. This echoing sound, just like breaking of glass, just echoes around this arena. She's done her turn.
3: Can I ask you something? Um, yes, would it may. be an action if I wanted to do a religion check really quickly to see what her what god she worships, or would I be able to just do that?
2: Um, no, yeah, you can just you can just make you can just check it. That's fine. Uh, she is. In a life of servitude to Nola, goddess of the sun and flowers. Ah, yeah. She's all about life and all that good shit.
1: Smash it!
3: And then she's trying to murder me. Yep. Smash a flower. Smash flower. Are there Smash any fla- Are there any flowers nearby? No. God. <laughs> Not really. Man, I I got. I wanted to try to intimidate right. her using her religion, and I just. If there was a flower nearby, I could, like, bite the head off the flower or something. Be are like, you trying to psych her out? Yeah, 100%. Why wouldn't I? Because
4: <laughs> you already have <laughs> advantage on goddamn everything. What more can you have advantage on? Trying to justify Look. that advantage plus thing you've been cheating using.
3: Look, <laughs> <You> Neil. <know. laughs> Eat a dick.
4: <laughs> plus. What are you learn, doing? Learn how to roll 20. Plus. God damn it.
3: <laughs> I guess I'll just attack, like, a normal like I normally do okay I'm, I'm gonna I guess I'll put I'll put on normal advantage
2: yep there
3: you go 20 and 23 okay
2: are you smiting on either of those attacks
3: no I really need to save those spell slots in case I make it through alright uh, you you smash hard
2: into her shield um, you see it cracking and you can tell that you've drawn blood you see another shot going towards roughly at her knee level um, and you see her walk or, you know take a step back and it's uh, beginning to gush quite heavily she is not quite down but she's Actually, looking unhealthy
3: you know what I mean I'm gonna smite on just one smite okay use one my, I'm no more smites after this but I feel like <laughs> this is my last chance to before she fucking murders me because I'm, a, I'm I'm not looking good at all so that's a 19 okay what does it look like as you take her out just a thunder wave I, I'm gonna do like Oh, I'm going to, like, swipe in front of me and, like, knock her back with it. Or no, it's not a thunder wave. I don't...
2: Well, if if if, if you want to, like, knock her back, because basically it's the last hit, I don't really care what yeah, happens. She's unconscious at this it. point. Yeah, you can essentially take her in the stomach because you can just ride your blade until you flick her off the end. Like, you know, so much discarded blood.
3: <laughs> yeah. No killing. Sure.
2: No, ki- no killing. No killing, though. No killing, I'm though. I'm not killing
3: anybody. All- <laughs> yeah, we- me. This is
2: all... This sounds, sounds metal and gross and disgusting and bleeding everywhere, but it's all harmless, non-killing fun.
1: Non-lethally stabbing someone in the stomach.
3: Raul yeah. told me that I couldn't kill anyone, and so I'm not killing anyone because Raul's my best friend and I respect what he tells me. <laughs> Except when he tells me not to cheer for him. That's the only thing I don't respect. Yeah, because you're his
2: cheerleader. Okay. Um. All right, I need to ask, how many spell slots do you have left? two <laughs> okay
3: all right i did not budget my spell slots wisely but that is very Zoltana nothing to do so i regret nothing
2: you regret nothing okay
3: all right with the announcement that
2: the holy avenger is the winner of the mixed fights um you see the three masters up on the balcony step forward and applause You know, they point to the champions that they can actually see. Um, Bogram, you know, sort of head in in his alcohol glasses and barely be seen around the size of the tank that he's drinking. Um, But they point to the three of you and they look down at you and um, Kesa steps forward. She steps in front of them and they take a respectful step back. And she says, well, I guess you've earned your right. Come up here, and you may eat and dine with us. And then uh I'll explain exactly how you can uh win this beauty. Everyone give it up to the uh winners Fate Forger, the receptionist, and the holy avenger. And you see a nod at sultana
3: Alright. Sultana has like hearts in her eyes. She has such a huge crush on Keith on right now.
2: <laughs> Come on up, and uh we'll see the rest of you later on and you see the Drow assistant come down towards where you're all standing and he says Kesa will be happy to see all of you now and yourself and looks at uh, Balance you're welcome to bring a guest should you wish and he's looking at the three champions the receptionist just waves his hand and walks on um, uh, Bogrim looks at Rau See you call
4: Mm, sure
1: balance yeah. is gonna bring Caden
3: <laughs> you can't bring anyone you're not one of the champions I was invited yeah he was invited
0: oh he was um,
2: I think I might hate each and every one if you want to be right at this moment
3: <laughs> There's so many voices in struggle I don't want to Caden
2: out
3: I'm going to invite uh,
1: there's no one here I have no there's friends. no one else
4: here just, just all of my Kaden, friends are so going it makes sense.
3: <laughs> what just invite Caden
4: so it makes sense. <laughs> I
3: invite- well, because I, I didn't realize that she was inviting balance and I, I was going to invite ballads. But now I have no one.
2: I, have- I, I can be both your plus ones if you you want. He looks confused.
1: <laughs> Caden, I, I didn't invite- realize you were such a player. My I God. invite
3: Kythea. She's not here, but I invite her anyway.
1: Nope. Nope. <laughs> Mm-mm.
3: Okay, this
2: mess of people, um, you make your way up to the balcony. You notice that the the other door that you saw when you were up here before balance um, is open and it leads to a small, a small side room. Um, there's a table, chair still up there. Um, there's a good looking food. I think you might know what this is. Take a wisdom or an intellect check balance.
1: Uh, well, I'll give you two guesses which one I'm doing. Uh, regular intelligence or something more like regular, a history? Regular.
2: Uh, if you could argue history, if you know what it is, then you can argue history.
1: Uh, well, I don't know what I'm historying.
2: Okay, then just just roll a straight intellect then. But what what am
1: I? <laughs> what is the if thing arch, inciting the ring?
2: If you arch know what what I'm asking, what this is like meta-wise what it is, then I'll allow you to roll a stupid. If you don't, then just intellect. The food. Yeah.
1: Is it a hero's feast? Oh. Then I'm going to history. It's is
2: whether... balance would know it. Yeah, so it be history. Or
1: Arcana, if you want, since it's
2: technically magic. Mm, I think history would fit better.
1: That's fair. 25.
2: Yes, you know this would be a hero's Feast.
1: Ooh, you... Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so you are all invited to go sit down and partake of this hero's Feast. Um, Kesa sits at one end of the table... Um, You see that the Masters of the Order are sitting basically opposite their champions and you can see that the Drow assistant is acting very much as a go-between, going to fetch this, going to fetch that. They are performing the work of a butler or a body servant, that sort of thing. Um, Yeah, and you're all sitting here. You can see the Gnome Paladin is sitting opposite Zoltana and her non-existent guests. You can see, uh, which I guess will be balance, Uh, I guess will be sitting here. Yeah, let's do that. Um, Balance and Caden sitting next to her. Opposites, uh, Ral and Bogroom, you can see that there is Jesse and they are, you know, they look more comfortable than they have before. And then opposite the receptionist is the, I guess, very grumpy old elf. Um, and the receptionist is paying no heed to him at all in case they're sitting at the other end. Um, what do you guys want to do? What do you guys want to say? What information do you want to try and score from this encounter?
4: uh ross still looks like quite shit and he's trying to be polite and keep from <laughs> bleeding on things and all that and he has his hood up um you don't know whether it's because he's self-conscious and nervous or because he's just trying to be polite and look not so haggard
1: oh. <laughs> we took a short
4: rest how many hit points do I regain from a short rest? You spend hit dice. You could literally be at full right now. So I spend yeah. seven hit dice.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, let's roll 2d10. Oh, that was lame. It regains eight extra to their maximum hit points. Um,
3: oh. Nice. Uh, I haven't gotten a short rest yet,
4: right? To maximum? No, you haven't, no.
3: Yes, to your maximum.
4: Like, temporary? Last 24 24
2: hours. Four hours. You bring forth a great feast, including food and drink. The feast lasts an hour to consume and disappears at the end of that time. The beneficial effects don't setting until the hour is over. Up to 12 creatures can partake. Uh, The creature partakes of the feast, gains several benefits. The creature is cured of all diseases and poison, becomes immune to poison and being frightened, and makes all wisdom saving throws with advantage.
4: Hmm. Uh, after Rawls' hit dice are spent, uh, he's still bleeding a little bit, but he's uh, not looking so unconscious, I guess. Just <laughs> drunk. <laughs> Just drunk.
2: You, you see, like occasionally, if you two have been drinking, like making your way, like uh, around, watching the two uh, new competitions, like boken keeps trying to slip the healing potion into your beer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Slate of <No>. hand check, program. <laughs>
2: All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) Uh, Make a perception roll for me.
4: 22.
2: (laughs) Oh, God damn. Yeah. I can tell you straight away. There's no way he's going to beat that. Oh no, he might do. He has to get maximum though. He doesn't (laughs) like at all. (laughs) You don't see up. I'm trying to get you back to more hit points. You're just not letting it happen. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Bogun keeps trying to feed it to you, but, you know, you keep not drinking it. Um, okay, that's cool. All right, so yeah, before you is a, a big feast. Kesa keeps looking over at Rad, who seems to be bleeding on everything. Um.
4: <laughs> what else is new?
2: <laughs> <laughs> she looks over at you and she says, so uh, what happened to you? You got uh, over your head or what?
4: Oh, um, I'm fine. Sorry. Uh, just uh, oh, no. conserving resources.
2: <laughs> you, uh, it, she kind of leans over. I'm going to say that she's one of the closest to you. Like, she may have to lean across Bogrim, but, like, she leans across Bogrim and says, You know, if it's because you don't have enough money or anything, you know, we, we've got, you know, you're up here at this table. I can get you a healing potion if you need it.
4: Um, I. Thank, thank you. Um,
2: Do you not think nothing more of it? And she reaches out and touches your shoulder. And you see a little flash in her eyes. And you feel some of your wounds mending over.
4: Ah. Uh,
1: what kind of flash in her eyes?
2: You heal for four hit points. It's not a lot. Okay. You see a flash of yellow in her eyes. Just for the briefest second. And she sits back.
4: Rob smiles at her. Thank you.
2: She gives you a wink. <laughs> now worry about it. Or well, your you fight? I think if you weren't so sick, you'd probably, uh, probably fight a bit better, wouldn't you?
4: You can tell I'm sick. Wow.
2: She raises an eyebrow and just like looks at you.
4: <laughs> hey, wow. <laughs> most people don't really just assume that I'm sick by looking at me because they've never seen my kind before.
2: You ain't the first dragonborn I've ever had encounters with. Really? Yeah. I mean, you're black dragonborn, so you must be acid. Right. Yeah. I've heard your people call it dragons more. Right. Sorry about that.
4: Mm. Mm. You know, it is what it is.
2: Spice got as far as you did, to be honest.
4: (laughs) Same. Thanks.
2: You're welcome. Keep your chin up, man. Well, maybe not too high because, you know, the scales underneath might scare some people. (laughs) (laughs) And losers. And she goes back to eating. Balance, I can see you doing the face.
1: There were a lot of faces in that conversation.
2: Yeah, but I wasn't looking at your face. (laughs) I was looking at (laughs) Neil's.
1: Um, Kesa? Uh,
2: she looks over at you. Yeah, you're the one that they said keep uh, trying to get hold of me.
1: That was me, yes. Um, did anybody explain why I was trying to speak with you?
2: Something about a fate at the end of the world?
1: <laughs> to put it simply, yes.
2: So, um, like, raise an eyebrow, and shrug our shoulders a little bit, and look at you. Guess we've got something in common.
1: I s- seem to have a lot of questions for you at this point, though. Far away. Okay, first off, why can't I make contact with you?
2: Well, I'm not always here, and my people can only get me messages so quickly.
1: She looks like confused. Not in that regard. What regard? Balance just taps the side of his head.
2: Oh, it's because I don't want you to.
1: It's not many people who have that kind of ability.
2: Not many people have your kind of ability either.
1: Balance raises an eyebrow at that.
2: She looks at you and gives you half a smile. Take an insight check. Or a sight. Sure. Dirty 20. Filthiest of all 20s. Um, you can't get a good beat on her. Oh. Her aura is, as you're looking at it, it's shifting through colors, but mostly you just see yellow. It's almost like a, a you know, a bulb should be brighter. Mm-hmm. Like someone's put the wrong bulb in the wrong place, and it's it's not high enough. It kind of looks a bit like that. Um, but you get the feeling... She might know something about you. You're just not sure what. Insight of 20. Can I give you anything else? Take a perception check for me. Actually, you can all can.
1: 22. 17. Jesus
2: Christ. It's a 7. We'll go 7. 7 seven okay um on a seven you might just be happy that you're eating really good food uh you might be chatting with Caden or the paladin sitting opposite you uh you, you may not be paying that much attention to case it may be that you're just too like ah, and they're, like her or like to so you like looking at like all the edges around her is that soft lit thing uh like they they in cameras
3: voltana not paying attention yeah wow <laughs> uh, i'm no, shocked a lot of never happens um, uh, always paying the most attention. On a 17
2: and a 22, you guys notice that she's wearing a necklace. Um, It's a necklace that's made of, and I need to get this right, because this is kind of vaguely important to me.
1: Yeah, necklaces in general seem to be pretty important in this podcast.
2: Important to me. Um, please don't. No one send me necklaces. I, I don't wear jewelry. Um,
1: okay. I'll wear them. Send one for me. Send,
3: send me necklaces. Yes. I love necklaces. <laughs> okay. You see that she's wearing
2: a necklace made of onyx. Oh. Uh, it's a circle <gasps> that's split into four.
4: Okay. All right. Okay. Whew. I like candy me necklaces. Send me candy <laughs> necklaces. <laughs> please
2: feed our... Please, 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 please feed our Neil. Uh, please send candy necklaces to Neil. <laughs> so... You've noticed that Kesa is wearing an onyx pendant, an onyx necklace, and you can see the pendant itself is in the shape of a circle that is split into four. Balance, you might recognize the symbol. So take a history check.
1: Sure. Uh, Nope, that's an
2: 11. No, you don't remember. Okay. Um,
1: All right, well, that... All aside. Um, so, this whole thing about the hammer and everything.
2: Uh, just a side note: she doesn't have the hammer with her. You're eating dinner. Okay. <laughs> Be rude to have weapons at a dinner table.
3: Wait, are you <laughs> just telling me that I'm not allowed to have Callan Morn at the dinner no, table? No, Morn is
2: very much with you. She just doesn't have her weapon at dinner. She doesn't feel like she needs Good. it. Like, yeah.
3: I never leave that. I never leave that sword boy alone.
2: No, loves you too much. <laughs>
3: Yeah, what about it.
1: So part of the reason why I wish to speak with you was I wish to make a plea for aid in that myself and my companions are trying to stop the apocalypse. Your uh, fellow masters here can attest to my truth in this.
2: They spoke to me about it, yeah.
1: It's more than just this tournament, that the fate of the world is at stake and we're trying to save it. The hammer that you have is a very important piece of us saving the world.
2: You see them look at you. Who do you mean by us?
1: Myself, Zoltana here, Rol, and my friend Caden. To some extent, uh, Bogram here
2: as well. (laughs) Bogram's like, (coughs) uh, excuse me.
3: (laughs) Do I notice him saying my name? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to turn around. I don't know what he's doing, but he said my real name, and I'm assuming that he's doing something stupid, so I'm just going to glare at you. Who? You. We're we're all going by fake names right now. And you've just said my real name and Bogram's real name.
1: I don't and think it matters. Your yeah, fighter name is just for the arena.
2: You oh. see her raise her hand at like this this kind of glares like It's alright. I'll figure I know who you are.
3: <laughs> on is stupid, so she didn't realize that. Honesty she is the looks, best policy.
2: She looks at the masters, she looks at the receptionist and she says I want all of you to weigh outside a minute apart from you faced us. We might need your assistance. Jesse, if you can do the honours. You see Jesse nod. They put down their knives, their forks, their spoons, whatever they're eating with. This seems to be something they may have arranged before. You see the two other masters walk curtly out and as uh, the receptionist chewing away doesn't understand what's going on gets a very meaty hand from the hand of Jesse as they grab them on the shoulder and essentially unceremoniously throw them out of the room. And close the door behind. You can see the shadow of Jesse, the big frame standing firmly in the doorway. And Kesa beckons you all to come sit closer. And she takes a more relaxed stance, I guess. And she says, What do you know about the armor? Exactly, what do you know? Honestly? Yeah.
1: The hammers are part of a puzzle. We are seeking to find all of these puzzle pieces to bring them back together. We know where to put them. There is an ancient hero who I happen to know personally. Balance gives a bit of a smile. That if we bring him back, we'll be able to aid us in stopping the apocalypse. Your hammer is one of the pieces. We have already located another. We know of a few others. The more that we get, the faster we get them, the better our chances.
2: She looks at you very intently. She looks at each of you very intently. It's almost as if she's weighing you up. This ammo will bring back a very important hero. I know that. I've known that since the moment I acquired it. I've kept hold of it to keep it safe. Brought up the whole fourfold around it, the lodge, when it was mine. Keep this safe. Make sure it doesn't fall into the wrong hands. What pieces do you have already? How many of them do you have?
1: We've acquired the shield. We know who possesses the chalice, and we know who possesses the rapier. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the we we know of yours, and at the moment we have other people trying to determine the location of the last ones.
4: And of course, the most important piece. The most important piece is right here, and Balance points to his head.
2: She lo- he looks. She looks from you to Raúl, and looks back at you and says. Would you have told me that you had the most important piece if he hadn't spoken up?
1: I trust after the speech you gave to the arena about the apocalypse and about the intent of the fourfold that you, being its leader, would understand where we're coming from. So I do not see a reason why I should conceal things from
2: you. My brothers and sister, they don't. Like it when I interfere with Maz. They're very pissed I made the fourfold, but I managed to hide this from them as long as I could, as long as I needed to. I can't just give it to you. I'm sorry. I know that two of you are in this fight and there's a high chance you'll be able to get this from me. But there's someone else out there who has a right to try and hold this. You seem to have come along pretty far further than I thought you would, to be totally honest. The fact you found one alone. I mean, you were gifted one practically as well. She points a balance. But I still need to know that you are actually strong enough to see it through. And if you're not strong enough to see putting together your friend or whatever you consider him, then I need to make sure that people have the best fighting chance. So, you either win this legitimately, and I will help you as much as I can after that point, or I try and arm you mortals best I can.
1: If I may, might make an argument or a statement, your arena is a good test of each person's metal as an individual. In my time traveling with this group and trying to assemble these pieces, it's not just about one person's strength against another. It's about the strength of those around you as well. Just as I would not be here without my companions here, they would not be here without me either. We work as a group. Your arena does not does not express that capability. The shield was not acquired by just myself or Zoltana by her own. It was a group effort. We all did that. If the hammer is not worthy to one of us, I would dare to argue that it is worthy in that it is worth giving to all of us.
2: She looks over at Sultana. Sultana. Mm-hmm. And what do you have to say on the matter?
3: I, I mean, I would bow down to, I would agree with what Balance says. I, it's all of us.
2: You see Caden just nodding next to yourself. I've, I've, I've seen them do incredible things. They, they've saved a lot of people already and they've, and he looks down at himself, looks at how old he's become. looks back up and says, They're, they're good good people, none, nonetheless. And then you see him look away again. She looks to Ra.
4: I have not fought in a long time. And I did not want to come and fight again, I'll be honest. After what's happened and everything... But I started fighting because I had to I had to do it so that someone I cared about survived. And I came back for the same reason. I've never been good at doing anything alone.
2: Ogrim just points at the rest of you, says Don't think I got much to top that. It's just giving the bloody ammo. And you see a shake her head. I want the three of you to make a persuasion roll.
3: Yes.
2: It's so a group check.
1: May I add my leadership thing?
3: Yes. Yes. And Natural sorry. 20. Oh my god. 16. I got, I got a 12. Or I guess a 14? That's the leadership thing.
1: Uh, that's only, that? for my, my, no, only, only for my. No, it's
3: only for benefit. I get twelve. I have a twelve.
1: Raw with a All fucking right. natty.
2: Fucking nut twenty, man. Damn it! <laughs> I'm so like, useless at these things. Yada yada. I don't know. You see her look at each you back in turn, and her eyes settle on Raul. and she says, "Fine for someone you care about." It's possibly one of the most important reasons to fight. I set all this up against the wishes of my kin because I care about the mortals on this plane, this whole existence. you see, I to myself. I was going to have the champions fight me, first to score blood or the last one standing. fight still needs to happen but I won't fight in it. It will just be between the three of you. If you two so happen to work together or you manage to persuade that bloody idiot out there to give in, fine. You may choose between you technically owns it. But be careful. I'll help you out best I can. Give you as much info as I'm able to. I still have people watching me, so. All right, finish your food, and you see it like stretch. Uh, I better go get people g'd up, ready for the fight. Before you go, yeah, Just turns back to look at you.
1: Are you a normal person? I know that's a very odd question. <laughs> the balance.
3: rudest way you could phrase that possible.
4: Balance. Rude.
3: OMG. Balance. J- oh my god, balance. You can't just ask people when they're normal.
1: <laughs> I don't mean in that regard. Your choice of words, the aura that you present yourself with, both normally and otherwise. <laughs> you a bit of a trouble, is it? understatement you're (laughs) I don't know how to ask
4: what are you
2: rude Um...
4: (laughs) right I did not even get that question fuck
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not of this plane I don't belong here I'm not one of your spectre friends either before you even asked (laughs) <laughs> balance no. looks taken back at that one like looks uh, over at Ralph.
4: <laughs> yeah Raul definitely looks kind of what the fuck
2: <laughs> I don't belong on this plane I don't come from the stalking the rest rest you can figure out you've got all the tools shouldn't be too difficult
1: glad you're on our side then
2: I think yeah And she looks uh, a little bit concerned for a moment and looks back up like, yeah. Whatever hell, (laughs) whatever hell far I'm going to be facing when I go back home. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you guys are worth it. Well, blow me down. I didn't think I'd be walking away from a fight today. I'm Kayser. Nice to meet you all. Hopefully this won't be the last time gotta say thank you to the queen pie for giving us the name of laura excellent fire shame she didn't last very long sorry about that and uh yeah i guess if you want to hang out with the rest of these mortals you probably want to go to twitter at Pod, or you can hang out on their discord or you can contact them through their website theluckydie.com i think that's probably it good luck guys This is Outpost Freestead. I'm reaching out for seizure group and possible rescue services.
0: A storm has stranded us here for over a week. Anyone please respond?
2: One of the companies I work for needs me to go on a trip. Apparently, they received a signal from one of their outposts.
1: And the noise, they're scratching from last night.
3: There are marks, scores on the bunker.
2: What kind of marks?
3: Big ones, like a bear, deep into the concrete. It's not bear.
2: And I'm afraid it's here too. During these storms, travel is not advised. The White Vault.
0: Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story. Dark Dice. A horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God